0: Welcome to The Other Woman and The Wife, a podcast about why infidelity exists and what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Chelsea, and today I have my guest, Luna. Luna and I met on TikTok after her and I had gone back and forth in the comment section a couple of times. She really had a lot of value in the words that she was expressing to me. She had a unique perspective as it relates to women empowerment, the patriarchy, and how this all comes into play in the world of infidelity. So without further ado, here is the episode that I recorded with Luna. Luna, welcome to my podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. here. I really appreciate that you took me up on uh, the invite and that you actually had suggested you had said that you would love to have a conversation with me about Mm -hmm. this. And you thought that what I was doing was really subversive. And I had to go look up that word subversive and make sure I understood (laughs) (laughs) that it wasn't like, you know, an insult. And I was like, oh, damn, I like this. I like this lady's energy a lot. Thank you. No, thank you for that. So I'd like to go ahead and get started just by understanding what is your – experience and understanding of infidelity thus far how has infidelity affected your life
1: well it's it's greatly impacted my life from a very young age you know my my family was honestly pretty devastated by infidelity my father's infidelity and it resulted in a child that is 3 weeks younger than me so i have like you know just been dealing with this in my family my entire life basically and just seeing the effects on my mother and how it impacted my siblings and i I always grew up thinking that people who cheat are just evil Mm -hmm. and that like you know there there's no excuse for it and it's just like inherent in someone to be a cheater and I have thought this my entire life up until about two months ago, where I I don't know what I was doing, but I came across an Atlantic article that Esther Perel had written oh, yes. about, you know, why do happy people cheat? And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I've always wondered, like, if you have a great relationship, why do you want to fuck it up? Like, I hope it's okay to curse, but
0: i I've oh, always like, please. I'm yeah. <laughs> a sailor at heart. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah, I've always thought, like, what is wrong with you? Like, why would you do that? So, I I wanted to read her article and and see what was being said there, and I thought it was one of the most intriguing pieces that I've read in a while that really elucidated that it's all about it's an internal process. And it's about someone feeling like there's something missing or there's some pain or something and they're externalizing it instead of mm-hmm. like dealing with it internally. And they don't yes. have those coping tools. And yes. so they are externalizing the issue onto either their partner or thinking that they can get what they need from another person Mm-hmm. I just always thought it was like cheating was like, you know, Vicious. you have red hair, you have freckles, you're a cheater. Oh. Like, that's just like you were born like <laughs> that, You thought like it was that, like right?
0: ingrained. Oh, yeah. Ooh, exactly. It, just so like, basically, it, it was nature, not nurture. Exactly.
1: And I took comfort in thinking, I am the kind of person that would never cheat. That is not me. That mm-hmm. I I was not born that way. Like, that's just not in my nature. But reading that article illuminated that people who take these actions, and it's like a series of so many different actions that you Mm -hmm. decide to embark on, they are dealing with some internal issue uh, and they're making poor decisions and they're dealing with this issue in this way. And it's not as if you or I, like just talking to myself, I was like, oh my gosh, I could maybe that could be me actually if cheating is not if happy people are cheating and there's like no reason for them to cheat it could be I guess I could be in that situation
0: one day you go into the thought process of maybe that could be me how does that make you feel
1: terrified really honestly (laughs) I because I always thought like you know I have such strong moral character I'll never do this but Reading that article really made clear that if you are in a vulnerable enough state and you're not actively working on those tools internally to really heal yourself, mm-hmm. you could fall prey to this. And I don't want to say fall prey as if, oh, you just happened to stumble into cheating. No, you didn't. Like, you, you have to take accountability, but you could take these actions because you're not sure how else to cope. And I and I, I need to learn. I need to learn about what it's like to be in that mental and emotional state because How else do you I want prevent it? Exactly. How if I don't you know, if I think I'm so good and I'm so moral, I'm so holy that I would never do this. Like, if this ever sneaks up on me, I won't recognize it for what it is.
0: Oh, my gosh. And I, I need to be able it. to do that. You get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. Yes. Because how yeah. else do you prevent? Right. There's either education or experience. Exactly. So, and you get to pick which one. And yeah. I think with the lack of education around why people make the choice to cheat will mm-hmm. ultimately result in you experiencing why people cheat. You know, right. it, it feels almost like, it almost feels destined if you don't get ahead of it. And also what you said about right. how you were like, what makes me of this moral high ground that I would never I feel like one of the things that I learned after I cheated was anytime a I can see a human doing something that I feel like I could never I have to realize mm-hmm. that I'm capable of it and understanding like how to prevent that from happening. Holy crap, girl, you've got you've got (laughs) a lot of thoughts to share. You you've been thinking about
1: this, huh? I I have been because it really honestly it rocked my world. Reading those articles and like seeing your TikTok account and some of the other people who are just kind of like experts in like why people cheat. It's really opened my eyes and like, wow, what I know to be true is that shaming does not work. If people want to think about cheating as a societal ill, right? Like people Mm -hmm. do this and they shouldn't, and we want to prevent people from doing it, then we need to acknowledge that shaming is like the worst tactic ever. It doesn't prevent anything. It perpetuates
0: the act, right? Because you said it earlier. You said it, you know, it sounds like these people who cheat are inherently ashamed of their wants and desires. Mm -hmm. So they go in secret to gratify their their wants and their needs because they are right. ashamed of themselves, I think. And mm-hmm. they believe that they will be shamed by others if they were to vocalize what they wanted and, you know, share it with people that love them. But mm-hmm. I do have a question for you about that article. What did that article say that had you just, you know, really roped in?
1: One of the main points of the article is this, like, giving an example of this woman like I mean she changed her name and everything but she was talking about this woman who was having an affair like perfect life on paper really affluent great husband great kids really great life and she just felt like I'm not happy I don't feel fulfilled in some way Mm -hmm. and she met up with this person who was like the exact opposite of the kind of person she expected to end up like like of her husband Mm -hmm. just like Someone who, you know, not the same social class or anything like that, right? And to her, that was, like, thrilling. And Esther really walked through, like, as this person's therapist, she was walking through her experience with this woman and how she talked about, you know, why she was embarking on this affair. And I think it really highlighted that most people are not really fulfilled in their life they don't really feel fulfilled in like Mm -hmm. all the different kinds of ways that you can be in life and so to see this woman who seems to have a great life but she isn't fulfilled in this way and then she Thinks that she's like gaining these things from this affair and it's making her feel free. It's making her feel like she's always wanted to feel like she she said that what was really pinpointed was that, you know, as a younger girl, she was just overachieving. She did everything perfectly straight A student. She was just like Mm -hmm. really repressed. And then she felt like she got to have her adolescence back in this affair and it struck me that not only was this woman like experiencing something she never had and she was attributing that to the affair instead of mm-hmm. like i want to do i want to be this kind of person in my life and i can take actions in different ways to do that mm-hmm. but the fact that she was a woman doing that is also what struck me and that's what struck me about your page as well and your community mm-hmm. that as a woman she is she is pinpointing a feeling that she's missing it's something that she doesn't have in her life and she's deciding to go out and get it. And that to me is incredibly striking because I feel like women in society are just not encouraged to go after what they want. They're kind of encouraged to grin and bear mm-hmm. their their lot
0: in life. Mm-hmm. And I think... What's, so what's inspiring for you there about it being the female versus a male? You know, yeah. hearing that side of the story, what's inspiring about it for you?
1: That... Women are going after what they want. Damn the consequences and again, I'm saying like you know i made this clear to you and my messages to you. I'm not condoning cheating i I think people mm-hmm. really mistakenly label you as a pro cheater. I think that's that's very stupid.
0: They obviously haven't watched your content. God, I love you. <laughs> but I, This is what I used to do. And then I just got bored of like making fun of people on the Internet. So I don't do it as much anymore. Right. But when people would say that to me, I was like, if I was a fan of cheating, why didn't I have a second affair?
1: Yeah. You would just cheat on every partner yeah. and get a new partner, Jeez. cheat on them. Like, yeah, it, it's, Some it's very sense. right. Rudimentary understanding of your content, for sure. But oh, I forgot what I was
0: saying. Sorry. <laughs> but but the the female versus the male, the female oh, seeking what yes. she wanted, no consequences. Fuck the consequences. Exactly. Yes. I'm
1: honestly, men cheating bores the shit out of me. It uh-huh. is like it's like okay, and the sky is blue. Like it, <laughs> there's nothing interesting about men cheating for me because I believe we live in a patriarchy, and men seeing something and believing they have a claim to it. And going after it is, like, just so commonplace. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case for women in society. Exactly. It is. I mean, like, that's what being in a patriarchy is all about, right? Oh, yeah. But women are not supposed to do that. Women are not supposed to want that. Women are not supposed to go after it. And to see women who, you know, like we said, maybe they are not employing the right tools. But it's not even important. They're like, "I, I need this. Perhaps, mm-hmm. yes, I'm externalizing to some other person, but this is what I want. I'm going to go after it and I want that happiness. They think what they're trying, they think what they're seeking is that happiness instead Correct. of realizing that it's those internal things they're seeking. Correct. But they're going after it anyway. And I'm exactly. like, that, that fascinates me. I want to okay. know, like,
0: how do you decide to get there? How do, you deci- how do you decide to get to a place where you develop the skills that allow you to, to achieve fulfillment without deceit? Is that what you're asking?
1: Well, no, I mean, I guess I meant all of those things. Like, how do you decide you're going to go after it, even though, you know, this could be disastrous? I
0: think I think so from experience. It's when Mm -hmm. I didn't care about my life anymore as it was. Mm. I did not care about my life anymore. I was definitely in a place where all of my happiness was outside of reach. It was way too far down the road. And uh, this is how I was just going to exist in the here and now forever. And I definitely had some unhealthy grips on my religion at that point in time, which I think Ooh. a little bit compounded the yeah. difficulty as far as decision making and remaining authentic, really, because I think there there comes a point in your life experience where you're no longer having other people tell you who you are you right. are actually choosing who you are, and you're choosing your belief systems and all of that and the shame piece right it comes it comes into play here too. Would a young girl from a Christian family feel empowered enough to walk into her parents' bedroom and say, "I'm interested in having sex before marriage?" probably right. not
1: no, you know' never heard of like that.
0: So, yeah, it, it comes down to a lot of systemic issues that, like, humans essentially have created, right? If you are the other woman in your relationship and you love this podcast, you would love the Other Women Community. The Other Women Community is a membership program designed to help other women just like you reclaim their relationship with themselves and heal from their affair. We provide a safe and supportive environment for you to open up and talk about your experiences we give you the tools and resources you need to grow into an authentic, empowered individual. If you're ready to take the next step in your healing journey, head on over to theotherwomanandthewife.com backslash community to learn more about the membership and all it has to offer. All right, let's jump back into the episode.
1: I just want to say as a recovering Christian, I completely as a recovering Christian, I completely understand mm-hmm. that yeah. perspective. And also, I'm sure you've heard of her. I think her name is like Dr. Kathy Nickerson
0: on TikTok. Her and I are connected on TikTok.
1: Yeah, I've been watching a bunch of her videos, too, in preparation for this. And one Mm -hmm. of the videos she highlighted that, you know, she stitched another creator, another psychologist who was saying that, you know, to her, cheating is a morality issue. And she was like, I respectfully disagree. Mm -hmm. It's about pain people are in. Mm -hmm. People are in a lot of pain and they're trying to cope with it in these different ways. And I thought one of the most interesting things about your response to me, the comments that I initially wrote to you, Uh is you had said that you had felt that guilt and shame for far longer than before, prior to your affair. You had been feeling that guilt and shame. Yes. I I wanted to tell you, I don't think I told you that the reason I even stumbled upon your page was because I found this TikTok of this this creator I follow, honestly she's kind of judgmental in general but i like her like i i think like she's interesting in different ways she's but there for she,
0: entertainment purposes right
1: i i won't yeah. mention her name but i i like her but in this case she was she had stitched a video where this woman was like sitting in a car and she's like no matter how bad life gets you know remember those that trend she's like no yeah. matter how bad life gets at least i'll never be the affair partner or oh, yeah. something like that oh, yeah and then she stitched that and she said that like you know there's not enough shame happening like people in affairs are not ashamed enough and they need to find shame find more shame and always be ashamed oh and people god. in the comments were like oh my god are you talking about that creator the one who's always talking about her affair and I was like who, who are you guys talking about and <laughs> eventually I went down the thread eventually Someone mentioned your podcast name. And so I went to it. I was like,
0: oh. Dude, are you sure it wasn't me mentioning the podcast name? Because I <laughs> no. love I love going to my own roast parties. I swear to God, they're so much fun. Yeah. I show up in the comment <laughs> section and then they're like, at one point, someone on TikTok was like, can't you just let other people talk about you without you showing up? And I was oh like, God. Fuck, no. Fuck no. That's hilarious. Would have, why would I do yeah,
1: that? Why would I? come on I have seen oh you go in God. on the comments and I giggle
0: every time so good, good thank you I am also on TikTok for entertainment you know yeah. like <laughs> I'm there to be entertained right like, absolutely and it is it is pretty entertaining oh man that was such a freaking good tangent though I needed that <laughs> can you tell me a little bit like where did your journey kind of land you after you had read that article? Actually, after
1: I read that, I went on TikTok to just kind of see. I realized i had never really seen people talking about affairs on TikTok. And that's how I found that initial video that eventually mm-hmm. led me to your page. I really wanted to see, because I'm just not trying to watch like 40 minute YouTube videos. So I'm trying to watch <laughs> TikTok clips yeah, yeah, yeah. of people discussing affairs. Never really seen that on TikTok. So I, I was really searching for that and trying to see people's opinions. Because after I read this and I was like, wow, this, totally, this is a 180 from what I've always believed. Yeah. Does anybody else? What what do other people think about cheating? Mm -hmm. And that's how I stumbled upon you eventually. So, yeah, yeah, it just kind of led me down this path to see how are people thinking of cheating? I know most people are really fans of judging. And I just come to realize in the past like year or so how poorly (laughs) judging works for anything. Like people really judge sex workers. I also believe that doesn't work. And it's like saying that they want to help them and It's just statistically that just their studies just talking about how damaging that is. Like
0: why do you think people are so quick to judge? Like what do you think is in it for them?
1: Okay. So another example of people judging is like, you know, people who are who are fat, people judge them and be like, Well, I'm doing it because I'm concerned about your health. And research shows that that literally is the opposite of helping people. Like, mm-hmm. if you say you want to help them and you want them to lose weight, like shaming and judging them, actually, not only does it not help them, it it leads them to it drives them to put on more weight. You are doing they the start opposite. It's hard to resent it, right? So, yeah. like, it's literally the outcome you want. You're never gonna get by judging mm-hmm. and shaming. So you have to think about why are you judging and shaming? And truly, I believe it's because we are just kind of led to we we are driven to feel superior in some way because that I think that helps us feel a little bit more less miserable mm-hmm. and if we feel that we have a leg up on someone morally or, or superior in some way we're like well we're not as bad like I don't mm-hmm. have to look I don't have to introspect as much at mm-hmm. who I am the kind of person because I'm not, at least I'm not doing that and yeah. that's why it's like burying my head in the sand and being like, I would never cheat. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. Now that I know this, I can't act like I can just say this will never happen to me. I will never do this. I want to believe that I would take different choices. But unless I learn about what it's like, who knows?
0: I don't Mm know. (laughs) Yeah, so totally. Do you think that there's more to you wanting to understand infidelity from a woman's perspective, like as it relates to the judgmental piece, right? Like I feel like in this topic that I've selected, which like mm-hmm. I didn't really select, it kind of landed in my lap, to be honest. <laughs> Anyways, but there being some type of superiority complex, like why why do you think you're so interested in understanding from the female perspective? Mm -hmm. the infidelity that exists.
1: I think like, I I think I alluded to it before, but just that how little women are encouraged to truly seek happiness in their life Mm -hmm. and to do it by any means necessary. Women are so often encouraged to put everyone but themselves first. Mm -hmm. And even if I think like, you know, an affair is not the best way to go about like trying to seek fulfillment and happiness in your life. The fact that there are women who are putting themselves first this way and are doing it flying in the face of the status quo, it's just so intriguing to me. I want to know at what point they decide going against the societal grain is worth their happiness because I think so many women hold themselves back from doing that in every way. Like, Mm -hmm oh, I can't dye my hair this color. I'm 60 and that'll look weird to people at work. It's second nature. Yeah, I can't wear this. I'm supposed to be like an elegant, classy person woman. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just any choice, we're just encouraged to not make it if it's going to make us happy. (laughs) And so I'm just so interested by women who put themselves first? Who decide that they are more important than anyone else, family, kids included? And and this might sound bad to people, but women just do not do this. They don't do this. They're not allowed to. And do so you I put myself
0: want... first. Yes,
1: I'm fucking yes. selfish. Like I really am. And I really try. I, I do my best not to hurt people. And I I really try to be a compassionate person. I don't have kids. I don't have a partner. So I feel like I'm really happy being super selfish and thinking of myself right now oh. in my oh. life. and But I'm still how do you, interested. How do you
0: make sure it gets implemented in your life that you're putting yourself first? I've had like lots of
1: conversations, especially with my parents. I think that's been like, I'm kind of at the age where I'm making it clear to my parents, like, this is the life I'm going to live. Like, you don't have any say over anything. Just the other day before I moved, I was talking to my mom about like, you know, like recently we met my younger sister's boyfriend and that was like kind of the first time she's ever brought anyone home. And my mm-hmm. mom was saying, cause, cause we're, we're Cameroonian, So we're from West Africa. And she was saying like, when you guys get someone that you want to marry, you know, you have to bring him and his family to us and like do this whole thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I love you mom, but I'm absolutely not doing that. Like why would i ever do that
0: (laughs) your approval does not mean literally
1: yeah and she was saying that you know like she has to he has to talk to dad and i was like i'm not doing that because i i said to her i i don't care what dad Uh thinks about my partner Uh like it's i don't give a shit (laughs) like you can meet him that would be fine but i don't i don't care about him meeting anyone else i've already told Uh her like i'm not having kids you're going to have to seek like your happiness
0: later in your life from something else. Like how you did you, cannot- how did you get to that place? How did you get to that place where it was like, oh, man, my response, it- my life, my responsibility, my life, my approval. Right. I,
1: yeah, it took me a long time. It did. Cause I just thought about like, I don't want to do this. And I have these people in my life who have already hinted at being unhappy if I took this path but uh-huh. I I just can't care because I will be miserable and I am sick of making myself miserable. I want to live my life exactly as I want it and I'm not going to do it for anybody else. Like nobody's going to help me do these things. How have you made yourself
0: miserable in the past?
1: Give you a great example. So I went to school. I originally was in biochemistry, <laughs> you can play the- Oh, um, okay. I didn't, even, I didn't even do, I don't even do biochemistry now. I'm a product designer for a tech company.
0: Oh my gosh, we I, have a lot I, of uh, common threads. Go ahead. Really? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I my, my whole career path has been very bumpy and that has caused a lot of friction with my family at different points. I thought I was gonna go into school being like a biomedical researcher, figured out, hated being in labs switched to biology. That was a huge problem with my parents. I decided I didn't even want to do science anymore. I went to grad school for human sexuality because I wanted oh. to be a sex
0: educator. I love you.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I want to be a sex educator, maybe sex therapist. And then like, you know, that didn't really work out. And I was just like, I don't know. At, at that point in time, like I just had a lot of people, like really my parents and, and just kind of others' expectations and trying to figure out, like, what are you doing? You need to do this. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I know I failed in these other ways, but I know that I'll figure out eventually, like, what I want to do. I just had to build that conviction over time. Mm-mm. It mm-hmm. was very mm-hmm. hard. And I How did you doubt build myself. that conviction?
0: <laughs> like, I, I have one question that I ask myself on repeat to mm-hmm. make sure that that conviction is intact. What do you do?
1: I imagine waking up like 30 years in the future like is this what I want to do will I be happy can I really see myself doing this and if the answer is not a resounding yes it's like okay I got to figure out what that is then and it took until now thinking like you know being in the industry I am as a product designer I fucking love my job I wake up happy every day I'm so thrilled with where I am in life it's a complete 180 from where I was a couple years ago And I know I made the right decision. So I'm learning to trust myself and my gut. And I think a lot of people are seeking that, especially people who are, you know, going into affairs, like they're trying to figure out how to trust that part of themselves uh, and go after what they want.
0: uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So true. So true. You know, people, so as it relates to infidelity, they'll often ask me, like, how can you trust? Like they question the trust dynamic between Stan and I, which I'm like, really, are you really worried about whether I trust my husband or not? Like, turn your Mm -hmm. fucking eyes around. But Mm -hmm. I always tell them, I say, you know, this whole experience has actually led me to a place where I know that I can trust myself with decisions that I make. Like, yeah, I'm not the same person I was then. But the greatest, you know, call it win out of the experience was me realizing that, I had the power all along to put me in circumstances that either were for my benefit or for my detriment. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. like changed everything for me. So Absolutely. it's great. It's great to hear you talk about it without having to go through the experience of it. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: and I love that that's what you got too. I saw another one of your videos where. I think someone had commented something like, oh, you think like your your marriage was the prize or something like that. And you're like, my marriage is not the prize. That was not the prize. And uh, yeah, it sounds like exactly what you're just saying. That is the prize. Understanding yourself and understanding like what your needs are and understanding like how to go about it. Because that's really what I think my belief is that everyone who undergoes or most people who undergo an affair, that's what they're really seeking that Mm -hmm. is the prize. When Mm -hmm. you have actually
0: attained that, Mm -hmm. that's your prize. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Luna. I really enjoyed getting to know Luna. So I have actually decided to do a second episode featuring her where she is going to be asking me burning questions that she has had that I do not answer on TikTok. It would be great if you liked and subscribed whatever platform you're listening to this on so that you do not miss it. We look forward to being with you in the next episode. If you've made it this far, you're likely someone who's invested in the journey of being the other woman. We understand that this can be a difficult and complex experience, which is why we offer guided coaching to help you heal and move forward. We encourage you to explore the links in the episode description or visit theotherwomanandthewipe.com coaching to learn more about our exclusive coaching program and apply today. Thank you again for your support, and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.